Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So how do you know when your government is broken? Let me give you an example of when you know. When the country's COVID-19 relief bill includes 10 million in gender programs for Pakistan, you might know that your government is broken. When a spending bill comes to the floor of the House with only four hours to read it, you know your government's broken. When the spending bill is 5,593 pages long, you know that your government is broken. The latest stimulus bill is 5,593 pages long. They had just a few hours to read it, and if every member of the House and Senate printed it out, they would have used 2.992 million sheets of paper. To put it in perspective about what is in this bill. Now, let me just, again, tell you how you know that the government of the United States of America is not working for you. In fact, they're working for everybody else in the world but you. American taxpayers are having to deal with the coronavirus lockdowns. And we're now being told to shell out billions of dollars in foreign aid to countries. With a $2.3 trillion spending bill that was unveiled on Monday. This budget-busting bill was posted online Monday afternoon, only hours after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said a vote would be held. I want you to hear what one congressman had to say about how insane all of this is, because it is insane. 
It is insane that no one had time to actually read the bill. It is insane that you had all of this money, right, all of this cash going out to foreign countries when Americans actually need it. Take a listen to Senator Mike Lee. He posted this on Twitter last night as he was printing out the bill behind him on a printer. We're in the process of printing out the spending bill that Congress will be voting on uh, late tonight. We just received it. Now, the bill is 5,593 pages long. I've been in the Senate now for 10 years. This is by far the longest bill that I've ever seen. One of the things that's extraordinary about this one is that uh, because of the length, it is impossible that anyone will have the opportunity to read it between now and the time that we will vote. And I'm absolutely certain that this has been cobbled together by a very small handful of members of Congress and their staffs, uh, to the exclusion of uh, 98% of members of Congress of both political parties and both houses. Interesting thing here is that it took us um, about three minutes uh, just to print out the first 100 pages, which I've got right here. But uh, given the length of it, it, this is going to take us over three hours just to print it out. That's before anyone's even had a chance to read it. Um, I wish I could say that this sort of thing was unusual. The length is. But being asked to vote on something that we have never had the opportunity to even see, much less digest and amend, is unacceptable. Uh, Legislation like this needs to be voted on. It needs to be understood at the time it's voted on. Members need to have the chance to not only read it and understand it, but also vet it with their constituents and offer up up improvements. Uh, We're being told that we'll have none of those opportunities tonight, and I think that's very unfortunate. Yeah. One-fourth of the spending bill under consideration in Congress today uh, has nothing to do with America. It's money going all other areas of life. The bill is so huge that Lee, as you heard him said, uh, said there it would take three hours just to print it out. And they'll still have to vote on the bill tonight. Three hours to print the damn thing. Here's a really sad thing. We're, go- we're being told there will be no opportunity to amend or improve this bill. As a result, nearly every member of Congress, House and Senate Democrat or Republican, will have been excluded from the process of developing the bill which will cost American taxpayers trillions of dollars. This process by which members of Congress are asked to defer blindly to legislation negotiated entirely in secret by four of their colleagues must come to an end. Mike Lee said it won't come to an end until until no longer works for those empowered by it. This can happen, but only when most members of both houses and both political parties stop voting for bills they haven't read. And by design cannot read until after it's already been voted on. He's right, by the way. It would it would take enough members to vote no on the bill until they, they've had the chance to read it. Honestly, now would be the time to do so since the election is over and the next election is at least two years away. But we all know that that will not happen because they love this. And what happens is, is you get to put in all your pork barrel spending. You get to put it in and no one gets to take it out. So everybody gets whatever the hell they want to put in there. And by the way, Joe Biden loves this. He's already greeting the passage of this 6,000-page bill, the Rona bill, with a call for even more spending. President-elect Joe Biden said yes to this massive 6,000-page 
coronavirus relief and spending bill with calls for more spending on a pandemic in the new year when he's the president. Quote, I I applaud the relief package, he said, but our work is far from over. Starting in the new year, Congress will need to immediately get to work to support our COVID-19 plan. My message to everyone out there struggling right now, help is on the way. Yeah, you get $600 while the rest of the world gets millions. Now, Biden's assessment is consistent with what he's been saying in recent weeks, echoing the view of many Democrats who see the bill as the beginning of a negotiation, not the end. The notion that more aid is necessary, the, mo- the, the idea that more lockdowns are necessary, but government A will come in, so you'll submit to their lockdowns. Biden at times has said talks should start as early as January. This sets up perhaps the first major legislative test for the new president and his self-proclaimed negotiating skills. Democrats had held back from passing a coronavirus relief bill before the election because they didn't want Donald Trump to get any credit for it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi all but admitted this when asked why They've been willing to accept less spending now than she demanded before the election. Pelosi had used such tactics before, delaying the passage of a bipartisan relief bill in the spring and stalling for the expansion of the payment protection program earlier this year. Because she doesn't care about you. She cares about winning. She cares about power. Same way that these governors are power drunk trying to shut you down. And the weaker you get, the stronger they get. That is the part that everybody needs to understand. When Democrats do things like this, what they just did, you know their intent. You don't have to guess. This is about shutting you down. This is about beating you. This is about silencing you. When you're weak, they are strong. When you are strong and independent, they don't have the power over you that they desperately want and need. That is exactly why they're doing this. This is exactly why they've decided to do this. Because they believe that when you lose your business and lose your ability to provide for yourself, that they will then come in and say, I got you. When you hit rock bottom, they are your master. When unemployment rates are high, They have extreme power. When you are independent and things are low, they have no power. Never, ever, ever forget that. But first, if you want to help the people in Georgia with what's going on there with the Senate election, then you need to join AMAC, the number one conservative organization in the country, for free right now. I'm going to give you a free membership because it's important that we now stand with the people of Georgia and that we fight to make sure that they have a free and fair election. Uh, whatever happens in Georgia is what's going to be what, what, what's going to happen with the country. What's going to happen in Georgia is going to decide the fate of an, an unbelievable amount of legislation. If they're able to win in Georgia, it is over. The Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the White House. So if you are ready to get in on all this action and to fight back and to stand with other conservatives to protect the Senate, join the number one conservative organization in the country right now. It is called AMAC for free. That's right, for free. 
Call them. Use my name, Ben, when you call them. Uh, or you can go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. www.benfreeonline.com. You can get your free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country, benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com. And join the number one conservative organization in the country. All right, I want to get back to where some of your money is going so you understand exactly how much your money is being wasted going overseas while Americans desperately need capital, they desperately need loans, they desperately need financing, they definitely need money coming in with all of these COVID shutdowns. Let me just give you some of the money and where we know it's going. $169 million to Vietnam, including $19 million to remediate dioxins. That's on page 1476. Unspecified funds to continue support for not-for-profit institutions of higher education in Kabul, Afghanistan, that are accessible to both women and men in educational environment. That's on page 1477. $198 million to Bangladesh, including $23.5 million to support the Burmese refugees, and $22.3 million for democracy programs. It's on page 1485. $130 million for Nepal for development and democracy programs. Pakistan, we're going to give them some money, $15 million for democracy programs, whatever the hell that means. And $10 million to Pakistan for gender programs. That's on page 1486. So apparently we're going to give $25 million to Pakistan, and we think Pakistan's going to go to a democracy. Sure. Okay, I believe you. Yeah, no problems in Pakistan right now. In Sri Lanka, $15 million for, quote, for the reimbursing of a high-endurance cutter. That's a boat we're going to fix for them. $505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama to address, quote, key factors that contribute to the migration of unaccompanied, undocumented minors to the United States. $461 million to Colombia for programs related to counter-narcotics and human rights. $74.8 million to the Caribbean Basin Security Initiative. I don't even know what that is. Don't worry. You don't need the money. You don't need the $74 million. No, we're going to give it to them. $33 million for democracy programs in Venezuela. D- does anybody think that that money is actually going to like do anything? We're, we're talking about we're spending $33 million to Venezuela. They, they like, literally hate us. That is not money well spent. I don't care what you try to convince me of. That is not money well spent. It's not. Unspecified spending amount to Colombia, Peru, Ecuador, Trinidad, and Tobago. For assistance for communities in the country supporting or otherwise impacting, impacted by refugees from Venezuela. So we admit Venezuela sucks, but we're going to send $33 million to Venezuela and then an unspecified amount to the people who have left Venezuela going to these other countries. You don't believe me? Read that on page 1499. $132 million for assistance to Georgia. That's on page 1499 as well. $453 million for assistance for Ukraine. Nobody's read any of this crap, by the way. Representative Andy Biggs slammed the bill 
before the details even emerged, saying we still don't have text yet for this massive spending bill and will likely be expected to vote on it later today. Just another bill we have to pass. The American people discover all the goodies that special interests jammed into it over the past week. This is what's in the bill. This is what we're doing right now in this country. All of this money I just told you about could have gone to the American people. Could have gone to small business owners. You have to ask yourself the question, why? Why is the money not going to small businesses? Because they don't really want to help you. Why do you think they're only giving you $600? The reason why they're only giving you $600 is very clear. They don't want you to actually survive or flourish, I should say. They don't want your company to do well. Okay, They don't want your company to succeed, your small business to succeed. They don't want you to succeed. You give them no power when you are strong. Why do you think they hated Trump so much? Why do you think they love COVID? COVID gave them their power back. Without COVID, these guys lost everything. I'm referring to the Democrats. Egypt and Sudan are both receiving more assistance than Americans who don't know where their next meal will come from. Egypt's getting $1.3 billion. Sudan's getting $700 million. Ukraine, $453 million. Israel, half a billion. Nepal, $130 million. Burma, $135 million. Cambodia, $85 million. Pakistan, $25 million. Kennedy Center's getting $26 million. Smithsonian is a billion. No offense, but who's going to the Kennedy Center right now with this pandemic going on? Who's going to the Smithsonian's when they're closed right now? Who's going to the National Art Gallery for $154 million right now? Who's going to the National Arts and Humanities right now dealing with any of that, with what's going on right now? No one. Who's going to the Woodrow Wilson Center for $14 million of your tax dollars? No one right now. We cannot afford these things right now. The government says, oh, yeah, we'll take your money. And we're going to redistribute it to all of these other countries and all these other people. We're going to do that. We're going to do it right now. And you guys should be very happy that we gave you 600 bucks. You're welcome. Let's also not forget, this is $600 of your own money money okay this is six hundred dollars of your own money we're talking about six hundred dollars of your own money and all this other money is your money that they're giving away right all all of this other money is the money they're giving away This is your money. This is your cash. This is your dollars. Coming up, we're going to sit down with Kyle Olson. Uh, This is an incredible individual who has been going through these bills, talking about this money.
There's also another amazing story that's come out from all of this about restaurant owners that were promised relief in Michigan at the hands of that socialist Governor Gretchen Whitmer. A Michigan restaurant owner impacted by Governor Whitmer's shutdown order sought to apply for a grant last week to keep her business open. Well, you got to find out. This is how much red tape they give you when they shut you down. you got to even find out if you're eligible. Then after you're eligible, you got to find out how much you're eligible for. Then after that, then you have to get in line. Well, she decided to do this because, right, you, you, you shut down her business. And they said, well, you can dine outside. It's 11 degrees, 9 degrees, 13 degrees. Not kidding in Michigan right now in the dead of winter. And this is going to happen for months. But the Michigan governor says, don't worry, I'll let you eat outside. Who eats outside when it's 7 degrees, you morons? Don't tell me she wants these people to succeed. She doesn't. She wants them to fail. She doesn't want you to make it. This restaurant owner applied for a grant last week to keep her business only. She ended up 8,917th in line. And then they said they won't even she won't even know if she's going to get any of the money. It could be a month from now until they even tell her what she might get. And then it could be months after that until she actually gets the money. Meanwhile, her business has been shut down now. They didn't say we're going to shut down your business two months from now. I'm telling you right now, you get what you voted for. A lot of you voted for Joe Biden, and you deserve this. Others who didn't vote for him do not deserve this. A lot of you do deserve this, though. You voted for this moron, Joe Biden, and the leftists, and this is what I told you they were going to do. They were going to seek to grab ultimate power from you. This was about nothing but a total power grab. And everybody knew it, by the way. Everybody knew this was a power grab. They all knew it. This was nothing but a power grab. Grab all the power you can get your hands on. Grab it right now. Do whatever you can to get it. We make these people weak and everybody else is strong. You look at the political landscape right now and here's what we know. We have a 5,000 plus page bill that's been passed that's spending an insane amount of your money on port bill spending. And part of that we went through earlier. Uh, We also have more money going overseas than should ever be going overseas right now when Americans are desperate, even with the COVID relief bill. And we don't even know what's in half these bills because no one had time to read them. And then we have states that are saying, don't worry, we've got you covered. If you need help during these lockdowns, we're making sure that we've got you taken care of. And by the way, you may have to shut down your business, but at least we're going to send you $600 while we do that because we're the government. We're here to help you. In reality, they're destroying our lives. Let me give you a great example of just how terrible the states are doing around the country when it comes to helping people. Michigan Restaurant uh, seeks relief grant from the state after the governor, Whitmer's shutdown, another shutdown. You ready for this? This Michigan restaurant owner seeking relief that's been promised by the state government. Hey, we're going to shut you down, but don't worry. We got your back. We got you covered. Ends up nine, eight, I'm sorry, 8,000. 917th in line. That's right. An actual restaurant owner who said, okay, governor, I'm going to do what you're telling me to do. I'm going to, 
you know, abide by the shutdown orders. I'm going to apply for a grant to keep my business open so that, you know, I can survive. Ends up 8,917th in line. Joining me now to talk about this, a man that has an incredible article about this up on Breitbart, and we'll tweet it out, uh, put it on Facebook, Twitter, Parlor, the whole shebang, is Kyle Olson. He also has a great podcast that I'll tell you more about in a moment. Uh, but before we get into all of that, Kyle, you, you hear these governments say, just trust us, we're going to do the right thing. Uh, we're going to help you. We're going to shut you down, but we're going to fix it. You're going to be able to survive because we're going to give you money. Now you got this this whistleblower basically telling you, Hey, I went to apply for this grant. I'm 8,917th in line. How does this even happen? Well, it happens because the government thinks that they know what's best. And so they create this situation where people are desperate. They're, they're desperate to keep their business open. They're desperate to feed their families. They're desperate for their kids to go to school. And so then the government says, as you said, we're here to help you. And, but you just, you need to get in line in order for us to help you. And by the way, you may be 8,917th in line. And so this situation happened to Kim Letty. She's the owner of Deli Deli in Pickford, which is in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And uh, she applied for a Pure Michigan Small Business Relief Grant. And she said, she told me she was in line of this virtual line for 10 hours just to apply to see if she would be eligible to apply for the grant. This is the craziness that's going on in Michigan, in New York, in California, and across the country. You know, of course, the government says uh, in Michigan, this again shows you just how how, how corrupt uh, these local governments are. They don't really want you to stay open. Uh, So they do stupid things like in New York City. Well, you can dine outside during a blizzard. Uh, What's the temperature where you are today in Michigan? What's the low today out of curiosity? (laughs) Well, it's uh, it's in the low 30s. And so okay, so when, lo- when so Kim- low 30s. So here's the deal: you own a restaurant, and I, as the governor, Whitmer, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a deal. I'm gonna allow you and your establishment to 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 survive by giving you the opportunity to, to dine outside. Now, out of, out of curiosity, what is the health risk of sitting outside in the low 30s, Kyle, in Michigan? Well, that's that's a very good question. And what Kim told me, because her her establishment, again, is in the eastern upper upper peninsula. She's literally probably five miles from Canada. I mean, the border is right there. And uh, which, of course, Canada is cold in the winter. And so I looked it up what the temperature was going to be in Pickford, which is where her business is. There's a low temperature this week of 12 degrees. And so the governor and the government is telling her, well, in order to do in-person dining, they have to, people have to be outside. And so there's this absolute disconnect from reality. And so, and she, she, in fact, she said, do you think the governor has even been to the Upper Peninsula before? Because it gets cold here in the winter. Yeah, and just, you know, when I saw your article, and it's incredible, it's up on Breitbart, and we're going to link it so people can see this on our Parlor account, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, this article, and if you go to Breitbart right now, you can grab it. The, the headline is, Michigan Restaurant Seeks Relief Grant After Governor Whitmer's Shutdown Ends Up to uh, ends up 8,917th in line. You can find it there. But I looked at, for one of the first things I looked at when I saw this, oh, this, hey, you can do outside dining, so you should be happy. I'm the dictator. I'm the governor. I'm going to tell you how to live your life. Uh, it, right now, it's 26 degrees in Pickford as we speak, a low of 24 tonight. Thursday, for example, a high of 27, a low of 10 degrees. So go eat dinner Thursday night. It'll be great. You'll really enjoy it. 
Friday's even worse, a high of 20 degrees with a low of 16. Saturday's a high of 27 and 16 degrees, the low. Sunday, high of 26, low of 13. Monday, you really should. It's going to be partly cloudy, so there's that perk. High of 17, guys, a low of (laughs) 7. And this is the governor saying, well, you can eat outside. We allowed you for outside dining. A space heater can't keep up with the with the weather in Pickford of a high of 17, a low of 7. That means you're shutting down your business, and the government knows this. They knew this when they made this ridiculous rule in the winter. They're not idiots. Absolutely. And, and they, uh, they want – but they're creating the situation where they want people dependent on – what is the what's the governor's next order going to be? And are we going to be able to open our businesses? Uh, my kids play hockey. And so um, she shut down arenas, which means they can't have practices. They can't have games. And so you as a parent and of course, they, she's shut down schools. High schoolers can't go in person. And so you as a parent are sitting here going, OK, what's her next order going to be? When are we going to be able to have some return to normalcy? And so she's creating this situation where she really, you know, a lot of people are calling her the dictator of Michigan um, because she's just acting arbitrarily. Um, Her orders were ruled unconstitutional by the state Supreme Court. So she just changed the department that's issuing the orders. And it's just it's one thing after another uh, with with Gretchen Whitmer. And um, she says that that uh, restaurants are going to be able to return to in-person dining on January 15th. But, of course, back in November, she announced this three-week quote-unquote pause, which she has since extended. And so I don't know anybody who really trusts what she's saying and that, that you know, she's going to be able to give us some amount of freedom back. Let's talk about this relief. And, again, I use Michigan as an example of what's happening nationwide when these guys, they, they have no clue. It, you're you're living, you know, paycheck to paycheck, right? If you're working in many of these businesses, small business owners live paycheck to paycheck. They pay their staff first, and whatever's left over is kind of theirs. During these lockdowns, many have just been dipping it further and further and further into savings, just trying to survive so they can get back to a normal day of work. But but you look at this business owner who's been told, hey, you can have outside dining, which is worthless. Um, after she was finally able to apply for these these state loans, right, the state grants, they said they would contact her in January or 45 days to see if you even qualify. So when you apply and you need the money now, the reality is even if she does qualify for the grant, which was up to $15,000, we have no idea if she's going to get this money for months, correct, until it actually hits her bank account? Yes, that's correct. And that's the problem when you have bureaucrats involved in these sorts of things. These businesses are dying right now. Um, the, the, the Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association did a survey of their members, and they said if this goes on another six months, there could be as many as 6,000 restaurants closing in Michigan. And, of course, it's not just the owners that are affected. It's the vendors. It's the suppliers. It's the employees. This has a tremendous effect, and, and it just is so frustrating to uh, so many people because it's like the bureaucrats don't care. The governor doesn't care um, whether it's Whitmer or Cuomo or uh, any other governor across the, uh, across the country. It's like, they just don't care. They prefer to be in control, order you to wear a mask, order you to not be able to eat at a restaurant. Um, all of these sorts of things. That's, that's what they want to focus on. 
My guest is uh, Kyle Olson. He's a writer with Breitbart News. This article you can grab. We've uh, linked it on Facebook, Twitter, and Parlor, so you can read it. Uh, if you want to just Google it real quick or go to Breitbart.com, uh, Michigan Restaurant Seeks Relief is the title of this uh, incredible expose into what real government screw-ups look like. Uh, and this relief grant after the governor shut down these restaurants saying, don't worry, you can have outside dining when it's 7 degrees. She ends up 8 thousand nine hundred and seventeen in the line and would wait possibly months to even get her money or even know how much money she's going to get if she qualifies to get the money but first if you want to help the people in georgia with what's going on there with the senate election then you need to join amac the number one conservative organization in the country for free right now i'm going to give you a free membership because it's important that we now stand with the people of georgia and that we fight to make sure that they have a free and fair election. Uh, whatever happens in Georgia is what's going to be what, what, what's going to happen with the country. What's going to happen in Georgia is going to decide the fate of an, an unbelievable amount of legislation. If they're able to win in Georgia, it is over. The Democrats control the House, the Senate, and, and the White House. So if you are ready to get in on all this action and to fight back and to stand with other conservatives to protect the Senate. Join the number one conservative organization in the country right now. It is called AMAC for free. That's right, for free. Call them. Use my name, Ben, when you call them. Uh, Or you can go online to benfreeonline.com. That's benfreeonline.com, www dot benfreeonline.com you can get your free membership to the number one conservative organization in the country benfreeonline.com that's benfreeonline.com and join the number one conservative organization in the country let me get back to another point here that is one that has to be brought up and, and kyle you you mentioned this in your article and that is we have no idea when this relief money goes out if they're going to be extending these stay-at-home orders and, you, you know, okay, you can eat outside. They want to shut down restaurants. They want these businesses to fail. We're seeing the numbers that you just mentioned all over the country, and Michigan is, is not exactly a massive, heavy, heavily populated state, right? It's beautiful and spread out. But you, you brought up a number a moment ago, and I want to dive into this. Uh, it, it is some statistics about how many restaurants would be closing. And the Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association said at least 5,600 restaurant operators predict they will not be in business in six months if these lockdowns continue. Yet the governor clearly believes that these lockdowns are somehow working, even though nationwide contact tracing is showing about 1.5% transmission rate coming from actual restaurants. Right. That's right. And in Michigan specifically, restaurants have not been in the top three for, uh, for you know, spreading the virus. So the logical question is, well, then if, if restaurants are not in the top three, then why is the governor going after them? And that's a very good question. And today at Breitbart, I'm writing about uh, the Liquor Control Commission. There's only 17 states that have a Liquor Control Commission. California doesn't have one. New York doesn't have one. Florida, Texas don't have one. But for whatever reason, Michigan has a has a liquor control commission. And a state senator last week told a story about one of his constituents who had this individual. He, he's a he's a restaurant owner. This individual came up 
and said he was lonely and he was just looking for a meal. And so the restaurant owner took pity on this person and made him a meal. And then it turned out that the individual was an inspector from the Michigan Liquor Control Commission. And because he fed him a meal, he considered that in-person dining. He was violating uh, the governor's order and he took his liquor license away. That's the kind of punitive action that the governor is doing in the state of Michigan. And so this idea that she wants to hand out these grants and so businesses can stay open and so people can be employed and they can provide for their families is nonsense. She wants compliance. She wants control. And if you aren't going to do that, then she's going to punish you. It's not just power drunk. I I said this earlier, and I, I truly believe Uh, that this is about making the citizens weak so that they are strong. When the citizens are strong, government is weak. When When the citizens are weak, the government is strong. When we are powerless, they have all the power. Am I wrong? No, that's absolutely right. And and think back to 2016 and 2017, when all we heard from the mainstream media and the Democrats was that Donald Trump was going to be a dictator. And he was going to be this fascist dictator. And here comes the coronavirus. If there was ever a time for him to be a dictator, it was in the age of coronavirus. And yet he didn't do that. But who did that? It was the Democrat governors like Cuomo and Whitmer and uh, all of these governors across the state and across the country. It's fascinating that there are people like like Donald Trump. And um, and Ron DeSantis in Florida and others uh, who uh, Christy Nome is another one in South Dakota who have said, we want to have freedom. We're not going to use our power to restrict people's freedom in this age of coronavirus. It's it, the, the age of coronavirus. It's it's let's just grab power at all costs, no matter what. I want to talk to you real quick about the spending bills, because it's not just happening like you mentioned in Michigan with these rules. But you look at the actual numbers that we're seeing right now in this new budget. You got twenty six million for the Kennedy Center. That doesn't help Americans right now. You got a billion for the Smithsonian. You got one hundred and fifty four million for the National Arts Gallery. You have the National Arts and Humanities getting one hundred and sixty seven million the Woodrow Wilson Center, $14 million. Foreign countries receiving aid, $1.3 billion to Egypt, $700 million to Sudan, $453,000 to Ukraine, half a billion to Israel, $130 million to Nepal, Burma, $135 million, Cambodia, $85.5 million, Pakistan, another $25 million, and Asia, RIA, $1.4 billion. The American citizens are getting $600 of their own money, while all of these tax dollars that I just mentioned are actually going to these other countries, and, th- and and part of me says this is what you guys get. This is what you voted for um, with, 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 with this Joe Biden. But at the same time, he's not even president yet, and Republicans are doing this as well. How, do they, how can you possibly justify this type of spending going to other countries right now when clearly Americans need more than $600 of their own money back? Well, that's a really good question. And, and of course, you had Nancy Pelosi say, well, the $600, that's significant. But if you rewind back a couple of years to the Trump tax cuts, she dismissed the $1,000 tax cut as, as, in, as a crumbs. That's what she called it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I wrote about uh, some of the, the various um, foreign aid that is in this bill yesterday for Breitbart. 
um, we're giving $10 million to Pakistan for, quote, gender programs, whatever that is. We're giving $15 million to Pakistan for democracy programs. We're giving $15 million to Sri Lanka for, uh, quote, the refurbishing of a high endurance cutter, which is a patrol boat. Why we're paying for boats for Sri Lanka is beyond me. And we're paying uh, over $505 million to Belize, Costa Rica, and several other Central American countries to address key factors that contribute to the migration of unaccompanied, unaccompanied minors to the United States. Um, it just seems to me like, you know, this whole narrative about America first, um, I think we all believe it. But if you look at this spending bill, you wonder if it's actual reality. Especially right now. How can we afford this? And $600 is not significant when you lose your job. It's not. That's that, that that might be a week's worth of pay using their own numbers from the first shutdown. But then again, you do a 5,593-page bill. No one has time to read it within the four hours you got to have to vote on it. It's almost 1,000 pages an hour you would have to read to read this thing before they voted on it. And, and this just shows exactly what type of government you're getting from Nancy Pelosi. This is her bill. This is what she decided to do. Welcome to what's coming your way. American citizens are put in last place. And this stimulus bill, 900 plus billion, uh, it's, again, $600 times 328 million people. That comes out of my math's right to $196 billion. Where did all the money, uh, where did all the rest of the money go? You can figure that out on your own. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, Kyle, today. For people that want to find you on Breitbart News, go to Breitbart.com. You can grab them there and tell people where they can get your podcast uh, as well as uh, all the other work you do. Sure. Uh, you can go to the com, or you can find me on uh, Parlor. It's Kyle Olson, O-L-S-O-N, and the number four, Kyle Olson 4. I appreciate it, Kyle. Thank you, sir. We'll have you back again real soon. I'll leave it at that Great, today thanks. as things get pretty crazy here uh, with our government spending and our tax dollars. If you want to know who people are not looking out for, they're not looking out for you. They're not looking out for you. They're spending your money everywhere else but protecting you. And I'll leave it at that. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.